Now, let us turn to our scripture for today. It is James chapter 1, verses 1, and again from 17 through 25. James 1, 1, and 17 through 25. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes in the desperation, greetings. Every generous act of giving with every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. In fulfillment of his own purpose, he gave us birth by the word of truth, so that we would become a kind of first fruits of his creatures. You must understand this, my beloved. Let everyone be quick to listen slow to speak, slow to anger, for your anger does not produce God's righteousness. Therefore, rid yourselves of all sordidness and rank growth of wickedness, and welcome with meekness the implanted word that has the power to save your souls. But be doers of the word, and not merely hearers who deceive themselves. For if any are hearers of the word and not doers, they are like those who look at themselves in a mirror. For they look at themselves and on going away immediately forget what they were like. But those who look into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and persevere, being not hearers who forget, but doers who act, they will be blessed in their doing. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Our passage from the epistle or the letter of James is not the easiest to understand. James makes a strong condemnation for people who only give lip service to the gospel but do not actually live it. In James chapter 2 verse 17, he says, So faith by itself, if it has no works, is dead. I agree with that, even though my father and I used to argue about what that passage meant. For James, the hearing of the word is enormously important. In verse 18, James writes, In fulfillment of his own purpose, God gave us birth by the word of truth. James is saying the word is at the beginning and the root of our lives. James urges us not only to listen but to be doers of the word. We are reminded of the opening of the gospel according to John, chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, in which we read, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. James calls us in verse 19 to be slow to negative action based on the word. And we are also invited to welcome with meekness the implanted word that has the power to save our souls. And then James says, be doers of the word and not hearers only. 
James actually has a high understanding of the power of God's word in Christ. He wants that power to lead to our actions, to our doing the word, not just hearing the word. The word here means Jesus Christ. It means the written word, the Bible. It means the preached word, the sermon. And it means the sacrament word, baptism and communion that we're going to have in a little bit. For James, it would be also means the word is service, reaching out in God's love to address the needs of others. Thomas Groom, an expert Christian education, says that we have not really learned something until we have acted upon it. We don't really even fully understand it until we have tested it in action. Four weeks ago, both my husband, Will, and I attended the church-wide Presbyterian Women's Gathering in Louisville, Kentucky. It was a wonderful, spiritually nourishing, and educational event. For me, the best part of the week was that I did not have to talk to anyone, although I was one among about 2,000 women. And, oh, by the way, there were maybe 12 or 15 men, including my husband. That was wonderful. There were wonderful worship services, keynote presentations, displays, and books. There were wonderful people literally from all around the world, most of whom we did not know. There was a sense of instant community with people who shared the same faith, the same Lord, the same scripture, the same church heritage. There was also too much good food and just the right amount of Kentucky bourbon for the evenings. Yes, Presbyterian women know how to have fun. Before gathering started, we spent a day of silent retreat at the Abbey of Gethsemane in Barstown, Kentucky, about an hour drive south of Louisville. When Will and I used to live in Kentucky for 10 years, that was our oasis or spiritual retreat place. We would, we would have gone there for a day retreat many a times. At the Abbey, the order of Cistercian Trappist monks live, a life of prayer, work, and sacred reading, and also writing. They live in silence as much as possible without speaking except to worship and to get instruction. Those of you who know me today probably find very difficult to learn that I can be silent. I love silence. I love the peace I experience in silence. I love the silence to clear my mind and my heart and my soul. That way I can feel the presence of God and be moved to a new action to be a doer of the word. The Trappists are contemplative order. They seek to distance the distractions of the world so that they can concentrate on their relationship with God and with one another. Outsiders are welcome to come for a day or a week or even half a day. They are introduced to what it means to make prayer and silent contemplation as a way of life. The monks worship in the rhythm of the eight traditional hours of daily prayer, 
Will and I joined them for one of them, not eight. We witnessed the monks silently enter into the chapel, touch the baptismal water, take their places, bow their respect before God, pray in silence, join in chant in common prayers, hear the scriptures for the day and the hour, play to get, pray together, and when all is done, silently withdraw at their own timing. But the monks do not just pray and contemplate. The monks of the abbey work hard and support themselves through their own work. They make food products of many kinds, including fruitcake that my husband really loves. And of course, we brought home some fruitcakes with us. Furniture, wood, and wood product, and pottery, and books can be found produced by them. They write and they write and they pray. They farm and they build. They listen with discipline to God's word and they act it out in their living. One of the most famous monks who lived there was Thomas Merton, best known for his book, The Seven Story Mountain. His life as a monk included extended time by himself in a hermitage at a monastery. He sought to hear God's word and feel God's presence in deep ways. But that encounter with Jesus as the word and the presence of God led Merton beyond himself. It led him into an ever deeper concern for other people. For him, the hearing of word turned into action. And the action led him to travel around the world, helping others hear the will of God and be moved to become the doers of the will of God. This great spiritual writer and teacher communicated out of his humanness and the integrity of his words. He died in 1963. His influence is very much alive today. Thomas Merton wrote in his book, No Man is an Island, it is therefore of supreme importance that we consent to live not for ourselves, but for others. When we do this, we will be able, first of all, to face and accept our own limitations. As long as we secretly adore ourselves, our own deficiencies will remain to torture us. Merton suggested that what we are looking for is to be open to God and God's word of love in Christ. This word will be expressed in our action. At Church of the Palms, we also desire to do God's word of love in Christ. In fact, we already are very much doers of the word. We continue to strive to be the most loving place in town, loving God and loving neighbor. Among the most profound ways we can be doers of the word today is to respond to God's grace by participating in the sacrament of our Lord's Supper right here before us. What happens here is both mystery and prayer. Our role in the sacrament is not as spectators. We are not just seeing or hearing what God is doing, though the heart of the sacrament is God's action 
It is a powerful experience. In the sacrament here, we step into the presence of God. We receive bread and wine, grape juice in our case. We witness by our very presence and participation. We give thanks to God for the triumphant power of God's love. And we celebrate knowing that we are beloved children of God. Let us come with awe and gratitude and action before God. Jesus invites us. The Holy Spirit empowers us. God the Father awaits us. Thanks be to God for calling us to be doers of his word. Amen.